You're listening to the Art of Parenting podcast. I'm your host, Jeanne-Marie Penel. My intention is to share with you simple tips and tricks that will make a huge difference in your home, as well as giving you all the support and encouragement you deserve to enhance your parenting experience. I've created this safe place for us to explore the issues and concerns that matter to you bringing you clarity and solutions with Q&A sessions and inspirational conversation with world-renowned experts in a variety of fields. I'm a firm believer that parenting was never meant to be done alone, and I'm here to debunk the general consensus that it has to be hard. A warm welcome to you, and thanks for tuning in. Hey there, Jeanne-Marie Penel here for the first episode of The Art of Parenting. I thought I'd take the time and introduce myself and also just tell you what my intentions are about this podcast. I'll give you a little rundown of who I am, kind of some personal details, and then I thought I would simply answer some of the questions that I have put together for the experts I will be interviewing for The Art of Parenting. So hello and welcome. My name is Jeanne-Marie Penel, and I am the parent to two young adults. I have a 23-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old son. This after five pregnancies and two live births. I am a motherless daughter and have been so for the past 18 years. So my parenting journey was done without my mom next to my side, which at times... Um, I think really influence the work that I do today and the support and encouragement that I have been wanting to give to families around the globe. I am happily married and have been for the past 24 years to a wonderful Frenchman. I am bilingual and also a dual citizen. I was born in Tunisia in North Africa, raised in France and in the U.S., and came back to live in the U.S. 20 years ago with my two-year-old, my firstborn, and my husband. And uh, we will be celebrating 21 years here in sunny San Diego. So I think that is kind of the little details that I think defines who I am, uh, other than I am a parenting mentor. That is what I do for work. I support and encourage families worldwide through all sorts of different ways, either one-on-one mentoring or my membership community or my digital course called The Parenting School. And you'll learn a lot more about those in future episodes. So today I thought I would just start with answering some of the questions, as I said, that I have prepared for guests that I will be having, because my intention with this podcast is really to share with you not only my thoughts and kind of my no-nonsense approach to parenting that is really founded in my own parenting experience, but also my experience as a Montessori guide, um, and also all of my trainings that I've done in positive discipline, uh, feng shui, theta healing, mindfulness, and just I'm a, I'm always learning, and I want to share all of that with you because for me, 
parenting is the most important job that we have. And I know that we, you know, it gets a bad rap of being so hard and difficult and that our children are difficult and such, but I'm truly a firm believer that it does not have to be that hard, that really if we have the proper tools and the proper understanding of what our children need from us, and work on our own mindset and what our personal triggers are and such, it can be the most wonderful, joyous experience. And that's really what my intention is with The Art of Parenting, is to share all of that information and to really support and encourage you so you can enjoy this amazing time in your life. And and it is a fleeting moment. I will I will be the first to say my home is now empty. It's my husband and I, my children have both gone off to live their life and create their own uh, masterpiece and it's just wonderful to see and and observe who they have become and I'm just very thankful and you know grateful that I get to experience that. But yes, it wasn't always easy. I searched for answers and tools and strategies and all of that. And that's what I want to share with you, as well as sharing some of my favorite interviews that I've already done. Some of you who have been following me might have heard of Be the Best Parent You Can Be interview series. I did these uh, five years in a row interviewing experts and I will be sharing some of my favorites, but most importantly, I will be interviewing experts that you want me to interview. So this is a collaborative podcast. Let me know who you want me to be interviewing. What kind of questions do you have? What is you know, your preoccupation as you live with little people and uh, young humans? So uh, I'll be sharing, like I said, some of my favorites and also having new conversations. And I encourage you to reach out to me and let me know what are your questions? What are you having uh, challenges with? And how can we support you and encourage you and give you some of those answers? Alrighty. So now for the questions that I've prepared for my um, kind of the general questions, because it will always depend, of course, if you know what their field of expertise is, or if they've written a book and such, I will, uh, you know, I will change those questions. And what I love about interviewing is that it becomes this beautiful conversation. And oftentimes, it just takes you down uh, another path that you hadn't imagined, but they might say something that intrigues me and I just want to know more. So I've discovered as I did the Be the Best Parent You Can Be that I mentioned earlier, I discovered that I really, really enjoyed interviewing. And uh, probably this comes from my own mother was a great interviewer and uh, wrote many books from having interviewed families all over the world. So I think there might be something there. But anyways, um, so let's start out with these questions. So the first question is, how would you define the art of parenting? So for me, the art of parenting is really because we are gifted the children 
that we are meant to have, that we are meant to guide and to nurture, and that they're very different. And so we have to be these artists that really look at this fresh canvas and really see what it needs and really observe what it needs and be able to be creative because there are some moments that are going to be challenging and we need to be creative and to um, not take things so personally, but really be there to guide these uh, children that are, for me, adults in the making. So I think that that would be how I would define the art of parenting, that it's really this creative uh, dance and creative um, masterpiece that you are creating together with your child. It is a partnership. Uh, you are not responsible for everything. It is really something that you do together. And this I will talk a lot, lot more about in, in all of my episodes, because to me, that is really a foundation to parenting is really knowing that this is collaborative work that you're doing with your child. So then the second question is, before we get too involved in our conversation, please tell us a bit about yourself and how you came to do the work you do. So I already shared a few very personal little details, but here to tell you more about how I came to do the work that I do today um, is really from my love for children and my desire to be in their presence. I think I just was put on this planet to understand them, to be connected to them. And to this day, I feel that I have a special connection with uh, with babies, with young children, it's it's almost sometimes I feel like they look at me like, "Oh, you get me," as if I've you know I've I've just uh, I'm still a child or something. I, I I understand them, and really from a very very young age, I always wanted to work with children. Um, I remember very well when my brother was born. I have a brother. I have several brothers, but one of the brothers that I lived with uh, more so than my mother's child uh, was 12 years younger than me, is 12 years younger than me. So here I was a 12-year-old, and I was so enamored by this baby and wanting to take care of him and such, and life made it that um, he needed more care. His father kind of disappeared when he was uh, a young baby. And so I think I really took him under my wings and really became very protective of him. So that when there were uh, school holidays, my priority was to be able to work in his daycare. And I just loved being around children. One of uh, another experience that I remember is as a high schooler, I had a volunteer job and it was at the Children's Museum in Washington, D.C., and just, again, just had so much joy in working with the children and such. Well, all that said, life took me down a different path, and I went off to school, university, became a graphic designer, was working in advertising and so forth, so really a, a graphic designer 
uh, for about 20 years. And that's actually where I met my husband in an advertising firm in Paris. And when we came to live here, I continued being a graphic designer. And then at one point, we were contemplating moving back to Europe. And that's where I kind of had to have a conversation with myself as to whether I wanted to continue doing the work I had been doing. Here I was a mother of two young children, and, you know, we were contemplating moving back to Europe. My husband was, you know, determined to get a job in his same field, but I was, I just was uneasy about that. And I started really listening to asking myself questions as to what it was that I truly, truly wanted to do. And it was working with children. And my husband, my father were extremely supportive of me going back to school and actually getting a master's in Montessori education. And that changed my life, took me down this path of working with children, being in a what we call a prepared environment with two and a half to six year olds, and then really working um, with parents because I believe that because I was an older parent and um, an older an older teacher and a parent, the younger parents were asking me all these questions. They were new parents, and here I was trained and I was working with their children. And I realized they had so many questions and so much of this uh, kind of lack of confidence and, and lack of knowledge of what their child needed from them. And here I was in a classroom that is really prepared for the child's needs, where they are extremely uh, independent and self-sufficient and just capable of so much. And then they were going home where that wasn't replicated. And so that really started me thinking as to uh, the fact that there was a need for parents to know a little bit more of how they could really nurture their child's immense potential at home. And that is when I started my uh, business of mentoring parents and have been doing so for the past 10 years and loving, supporting, and encouraging parents all over the world with, uh, you know, foundations in Montessori and positive discipline and in mindfulness and conscious parenting and in everything that I am learning and also understanding better so that I can translate all of that to parents. And so that's really how I got involved in doing the work that I do today, which has brought me to this first episode of The Art of Parenting as well. So the third question is, can you share three or four key revelations that have been the most helpful to you as a parent or parent educator? Hmm, that's a good one, <laughs> if I may say so myself. So I would say one is that children are way, way more capable than we give them credit for. And that we really need to trust the process of human development, that children come to us ready to learn, ready to explore, and with all the tools to be able to adapt to their time, place, and culture. And it is really our role 
to guide them because we've just been on the planet a little bit longer, but that they are really, you know, full-fledged individual and just really capable. The other one that to me is really huge is the idea of the environment that we create for our children. And this, you know, it's not um, a coincidence, I think, that there's so much talk about uh, minimalism and decluttering and all of this these days, because we're realizing how much our environment influences our own mood and our own well-being. And this, children are even more sensitive to it because they are brand new to the planet, because they are trying to make sense of their world they get overwhelmed in a chaotic, um, overstimulating environment. So for me, it's really, really important to be mindful of that so that we can help them, um, as I said, adapt with ease into their time, place, and culture. Um, Another revelation is this notion of connection before correction. And this I will be talking a lot about because this is the foundation also of positive discipline, which is the idea that when children are having a hard time, uh, they are having a hard time. They are not giving you a hard time. I often say, you know, be careful to, to know that your child is not giving you a hard time. Your child is having a hard time. And it is our role to be the adult in the room and to really not take it personally and to help them reconnect to them their own self. Because when a child is having a hard time and quote-unquote, or tantrum, it's they are no longer connected to their own brain, to their own emotions. So we need to help them to reconnect before we can attempt to to reason or to, to correct any situation. So I think this is really a really big one for me. And, um, and I'll, I will share stories in, in future episodes where this was just, you know, so many aha moments. So then let's move on to the fourth question. How were you raised? What kind of mothering and parenting do you remember from your parents? So this is a little personal, but how was I raised? Well, like I mentioned earlier, I was born in North Africa, in Tunisia, because both my parents were living in um, Algeria at the time. My father, being French, uh, was a doctor in the French-Algerian War. My mother, being American, wanted to give birth um, to me in an independent country, so we flew to Tunisia, where I was born. Being the time in that war, um, I actually did not meet my father, or my father did not meet me until, I think, about nine months. I, I have to check with him uh, those details. But I know that we were, he was not at the birth and um, we were not able to go back to Tunisia because it was the end of the war and it was getting uh, pretty nasty. So we went, I think, to France and the US. And and this is, these are details that are a little hard for me because, um, like I said, my mother is no longer around. So I don't have all of those details but it does make me realize I need to ask my father. 
So anyway, I was raised then, uh, then we did move back to Algeria. And I do remember Algeria until about the age of four, when my parents separated. And I was, uh, and I moved to Paris with my older sister, and my mother. And that is where I remember living until about 11 when we moved to the US with my mother and uh, then lived there for a few years, then went back to France, then came back. And it's been back and forth ever since. But as far as parenting, I think I had a pretty um, trusting relationship. Um, I think I remember mostly my mother, just because that's who I lived with most of the time. My father, I would spend the summer month with him. When he lived in the same city as we did, uh, we would spend maybe a day on the weekends, maybe spend the night at his place and have dinner with friends and and he would take us to galleries and museums and, and uh, my love for art, I definitely owe it to him. Um, I love going to museums and galleries and this has, you know, happened since I was a young child. But I think, you know, mostly the parenting I received was, was like I say, very trusting. Um, we were, you know, we were told what the kind of the boundaries and the limits were and then were were really left to to do what was right. Um, you know, I do remember a few incidents where I was maybe punished or sent to my room or to time out or things like that. But I don't. I had a really pretty nice childhood, I must say. Um, you know, I have fond memories of everything. I think, you know, sometimes I might be sad of the fact that my parents did separate when I was so young. And um, my father did remarry when I was around 11 or so. And I have a wonderful uh, stepmom who gave me two brothers and a sister. So we have a very a uh, close-knit family. We're six now altogether with all the different remarriages. And uh, we have, my father makes sure that we all um, have family vacations all together. And that is just wonderful. So I think I had a pretty easygoing childhood. Uh, I, and, but I will say, you know, there's definitely things that I did not want to repeat. Um I did not want to repeat, but that, um, you know, for the most part, I think it was all pretty positive. So then uh, the next question is, in your own experience, how would you define parenting? Oh, my. Well, this is very simple to me. This is simple answer is we are not their servant as parents, we are their guides. And like I said earlier, it's really about a teamwork and collaboration and finding solutions together and being creative since this is the art of parenting. So it's really about uh, observing your child, observing what that individual needs without any comparison or judgment or expectation and really observing the unique child that you have. And that would be my definition of parenting. 
Then we have, what are some of the biggest misconceptions that parents and caregivers have about parenting or raising our next generation? Um, Misconception. Geez, I think one is that it has to be hard, um, that children, you know, are a pain, that toddlers are terrible, all of these. These, for me, are all misconceptions because it's really about knowing yourself and having the proper understanding of human development that will help you be the good caregiver, the good guy that our children need. And that would be, for me, the the biggest uh, misconceptions. And I probably could go longer into that one, but maybe I'll save those for future future shows. Uh, Next question is, how do parents unknowingly hinder their children's natural development? Well, I think just by not knowing, it's not, it's not your fault. It's, it's that we are not given a lot of information. You know, I always say that the only parenting school or the only parenting manual that we have is our own childhood. And so we really need to take time to examine that and see what we liked, what we didn't like, what we can do. And also today, there is more and more you know, research about brain and about um, all of the, the you know, what, what we can do, what is beneficial, what is not, and such. So it's really important to just inform yourself without getting into the, the overload of information, without getting into, you know, kind of um, information paralysis. But more, you know, more importantly, I think it's also following our own very strong uh, instincts. I think when we take the time to get quiet and really ask ourselves, what do I need or what does my child need? We know the answer. And so that to me is important to, um, to know. Uh, the next one is if you could go back and give yourself some advice as you were expecting your first child, what would that sound like? This is a great one. And this is a question that I have asked in all of my interviews. And I always, always love how different they are and also how similar they are. And so for me, I think what I would tell my younger self, so I was actually 35 when I had my first uh, child, my daughter, I think it would really be about really, really believing in your own instincts and really trusting those instincts. Because when I think back, I think I let the elders around me kind of tell me what I should be doing. And sometimes I do remember it feeling not right, but I still went ahead with it because they were my elders. And I thought that that's, I had to listen. And, um, you know, for example, and this is something that, you know, I still think about, even though my daughter is 23 and she's a delightful young lady, but those first few um, 
weeks, I remember she would uh, cry at uh, sunset, you know, around that time of day when babies often do because they've, you know, they're, they're new to the planet and, and they just need us to, to, to hold them and to be there for them. Well, I was told, no, 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 you know, you, you can't, you'll, you'll spoil her. And to this day, you know, it's like, why did I listen to that? Because I know today for a fact that you cannot spoil an infant. You cannot spoil a child just by connecting and being there for them. So, that is what I would tell my younger self is to really know in your heart that you are connected to this child. You have been carrying this child for nine months. You know what they need and follow your um, your instincts and also ask for help because it's true that at the end of the day, I was also tired. So maybe I wasn't also making the best decisions for that. So knowing to also uh, ask for support there. Um, so that kind of brings us to the end because the next one is really any advice for the parents of parents. So this is for grandparents. And I put that question there because I get a lot of families that ask me, how can I talk to my parents, the grandparents of my children for them to understand the different parenting uh, method or technique that I am wanting to use. Because maybe you've looked at your own childhood and there are things that you, you know, you don't have fond memories are, or you now know, because we know, you know, certain things about brain development and we know that time out and, you know, punishments and all these things aren't necessarily beneficial to our uh, developing children. So how can we, work with the grandparents. And so they're my advice for the grandparents. And I do hope a lot of you are listening because you are a wonderful um, demographic and, and such, but know that your children are learning new ways. And that just like when they were young children exploring and such, we need to really give them space to figure this one out and to be there to be supportive and to not uh, maybe impose what the way that we parented because things have evolved. Um, you know, we're, we're getting new information every day and it's important to let your children uh, explore that and be mindful and respectful of that. And, um, so yes, that, that's what I would say. Um, so, so then it's, our time is coming to a close. What is one takeaway you want our listeners to remember? So because this is the first episode and this is a solo show, I want you to remember that parenting was never meant to be done alone and that there are wonderful communities uh, here for you. I'm here for you. Uh, this community of listeners and, and such are here for you, but it's really important to gather around your tribe and to not be ashamed or you know, scared to ask for help. It's important to, it just, it just never was meant to be done alone. You know, for generations and generations, we parented in a, 
in a in a village where there were where there were elders where there were um, men and women that had you know gone through it uh, older siblings and, and such and really it was it was a community around the child nowadays it's you know we're we're home alone with our children and uh, I'm just you know that is one thing I want you to know is to reach out and create that tribe around you, create that village around you, because it is important for you and for your children. And then the last thing I will leave um, is the importance of filling up your cup first and foremost. And this I know is said over and over again, but I will say it over and over again, because it is so important for us to pay attention to what we need before we can be present and really there for our children. So I encourage you to ask yourself several times a day, what do I need right now? And it might be just a glass of water. It might mean that you need to sit down. It uh, need, might, you know, that you need to close your eyes and go take a nap or, or whatever it is. But just take time to ask that question because we tend to ask our children and we tend to be there for everybody else but ourselves. So just be mindful of that. And that will be what I leave you with. So again, this was episode one of The Art of Parenting. I am your host, Jeanne-Marie Pennell, and I really look forward to having more of these conversations with you. And I just encourage you to let me know who you want me to interview, what are your questions, and reach out to me, and we are going to have an awesome show together. Alrighty, bye-bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Art of Parenting. And if you did, please make sure to share it with your loved ones. I'd also be grateful for a review on iTunes so it can get heard by many more. And remember, if you've got a question, let me know. I'm here for you. Till next time.